included in the book, Talk Radio Wants You. This is the Jaguar Radio Program. We've got a great guest patiently waiting on the telephone. We'll get back to them here in just a few moments. Uh, welcome to the world-famous Chicken Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are coast-to-coast and border-to-border on iHeartRadio. The Sunday radio broadcast, also the mix on Tuesdays, as well as 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. And uh, before we get back to our guests, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. We need your help are you a teacher or know a teacher we need teachers to join the new teachers marketplace at i love to teach 101 teachers do you have a worksheet or two that you could smarten and sell teachers do you have a super activity that you could record on your phone and sell we'll let you keep 90 percent of your sales if you sign up as a pro vendor we give away a significant part of the revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers in need who live in low academic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of February. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. Go over and register right now at ilovetoteach101.com slash membership dash account slash register slash or you can visit the website, I love to teach 101.com. That's I L O B E T O T E A C H. The number one, the number zero, number one, dot com. Or you can email Sylvia at Sylvia at I love to teach 101.com. Sylvia Skinner, the Australian registered teacher, is the founder of I love to teach 101. Teachers help teachers. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Okay, we were going to talk to Frank Vernuccio, but we uh, kept getting the phone ringing, so I don't know what happened to Frank. Maybe we'll get him on sometime soon. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, and uh, Shane Garrett is back. Oh boy, let's talk about old Shaney. Indicates that they are concerned about a lack of issues going forward into the 2020 election. Uh, a lot of stuff is not going the way the left would like it to go. Venezuela is exposing the fallacy of socialism as a valid policy, a valid uh, method in which to run a country. Uh, the economy is looking up, people are getting jobs. There's really not a lot of issues that the left can point to and say, we have a better idea. After eight years of Barack Obama, in which the left really had its way with the policies of the nation, uh, and it didn't work very well at all, and then Donald Trump came in and actually improved things fairly considerably, uh, it's, it's hard for the left to come up with a solid set of issues. And so make-believe and divisive issues like the Smollett story are issues which they cling to, the whole diversity situation, uh, the whole identity politics approach to government. So this is a real clear sign of the desperation. Now, in some of the interviews we've seen, most, most notably with Kamala Harris, we've seen them trying to fumble with the reality that this latest thing that they're clinging to simply was a gigantic hoax. 
We have got Frank Vernuccio joining us today here on the telephone. He is back with us this week, and uh, there is a uh, a lot going on. Uh, Donald Trump has uh, declared a uh, national emergency on the wall. Uh, what do you make of uh, him him going into the uh, military budget and uh, some of the other budgets uh, to to get this wall built? What's sort of interesting is the lack of coverage of the history of emergency declarations. It began in the Carter administration, and it's been used numerous times. I think one count was about 58 times, mostly in terms of foreign matters, uh, issues with helping people in other countries. So this is not something without precedent, the way the press is and the Democrats are playing it up to be. Uh, this is a national emergency. If you look at some of the indications we're seeing from statistics, for example, uh, it's been estimated that approximately $134.5 billion is spent annually on the care and treatment of illegal aliens. We've seen that a substantial number, I believe it's something like 20 to 29 percent, of prisoners in federal uh, penitentiaries are uh, illegal aliens. Uh, we're seeing a rise of contagious diseases that had all been eradicated uh, in the United States before the rise of illegal immigration, really becoming a major health crisis. So surely there is definitely a national emergency. What unfortunately this does expose, though, is that in the two years in which the Republicans had the White House as well as the House of Representatives and the Senate, nothing really got done that could have avoided the need for a national emergency. What we're seeing to some extent is a legacy of Paul Ryan's mal-leadership of the House of Representatives. We have got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. And um, fairly recently, um, ex-CBS star Laura Logan is calling the media mostly liberal in a uh, Scorched Earth interview. She says, I'm basically committing uh, professional suicide. Uh, she critiqued the international liberal media while holding up outlets like Breitbart and Fox News is the opposite of the coin. She spoke uh, to uh, a, a host on a variety of topics on a podcast recently. Uh, what do you think of uh, Laura Logan speaking out about all these things? Well, Laura Logan joins people like Kimberly Strassel, also who is someone more associated with the liberal side, who have come out and talked about the bias of the media and how it's getting in the way of actually reporting the news. The fourth estate, the news media, has a really vital role to provide objective Amer information to the American voter so that they can make up their mind. But James, what happens when the media itself becomes not an objective reporter, but an actual participant in partisan fights? That robs the American voter of the ability to get the information they need to make decisions about upcoming elections. That's a real problem, and a lot of credit goes to people like Laura and Kimberly for exposing it. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. Frank, uh, before we let you go, tell us about what you have coming up on the radio broadcast this weekend. Well, we're going to be talking to, uh, one folks we're going to talk with you is John Wilson, who is a retired judge, who does an analysis of the 25th Amendment. You know, we've heard a lot about uh, the FBI secretly talking about invoking the 25th Amendment because they didn't happen to like Donald Trump. And uh, Judge Wilson talks about how 
the 25th Amendment was never meant to be a, a thing about you don't like the guy's views or you don't like the way he acts. It was more in the case of an actual physical incapacitation. Uh, it was, you know, if you go back to the turn of the century, Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, and yet he remained in office even though he was clearly uh, impossible for him to do the job. The 25th Amendment was invoked during the Reagan administration. You might recall, James, Reagan underwent surgery to remove a precancerous polyp, and so for seven hours he handed over the reins of power under the 25th Amendment to Vice President George Bush. And then, of course, as soon as he was out of surgery, he took back the, uh, the, the reins of power. So this misuse of the 25th Amendment is a fascinating topic, and it's one that uh, I think is going to be very intriguing to our listeners. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on a broadcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Frank. Hey, James, I look forward to our next discussion. Yes, indeed. Frank Fernuccio with us. And uh, that will wrap it up here for our big broadcast. It is Coast to Coast. It is Boda to Boda. See you next time. <laughs>